1: Insane in the Membrane. Hello and welcome to Insane in the Membrane with me, Rich Wilson. And this week I'm joined by a brilliant comedian and my good friend, Mr. Dan Evans. Hello, Dan. Hey,
0: Rich. How are you doing?
1: I'm good, mate. How are you? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm a little bit red-faced, but other than that, yeah. <laughs> what have you been, Is this because you've been running or yoga or whatever else it is that you uh, do? It
0: might be more wine than that, you know. <laughs> this time you, of the day... You... Well, no, but you lived in Brighton. You know that there's, yes. the off licences are just open all the time, aren't they? So if you get a weakness, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good start, isn't it?
1: <laughs> no, it was. I do. When, where we lived in Brighton, we were living at Montpellier Road, just up from Waitrose. Oh yeah. So yeah. yeah, if you all you had to do was come out your flat and turn left, and there would be like six off licences at any time of the night. You'd yeah, ready to Day, go. whatever, yeah. It didn't matter, it didn't matter. And the amount of times that uh, Kate and I would pop out and go, we need to go and get some shopping. And we walk into Wake Joe's and go, do you fancy a pint? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just, Yes, yeah. it's
0: true. There's one within a stone's throw of my house. It's a hill, and that's the only thing that sometimes puts me off is the climbing up from easy hours. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> this is one of the things I didn't realise about Brighton until I moved there. Is it's on a hill. Everything's on a hill. Oh God, it, yeah. It's, yes, it's, it's
0: like it's like buttocks, isn't it? The, the 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 cleft being the bit where the church and the pier are the main roads coming in. Yeah. So there's the East Buttock and you would have been on the West Buttock being in Montpelier. Yes. Which is actually Montpellier, if they pronounce Is Was it
1: Montpellier? Montpellier? I do apologize.
0: Yeah. And we're on <laughs> we're in Hanover, so that's like the East Buttock. Oh very nice. Well it's all right, it's just kind of middle class slum, I think. It's you know damp patches all round.
1: <laughs> but that's something else as well. We, the damp and the mold, like we just, oh, we had yeah. to get a guy in to come and, because we were like, we, this flat is just, the flat we're in now has just been decorated and done. It got gutted and then done again. But we were like, everything's green. And he went, well, yeah, he goes, where you live is a damp corner of the building and you live by the sea. So it's going to be, yes, it's, there's, yeah.
0: There's no way around it. It's just, I, I don't know what. They just have to sort of move furniture in front of the worst bits, don't you really? <laughs> Though I will say, if you use any black mold spray, which is available everywhere, it's be very careful to get it off, keep it off clothes. Because I used it quite to sort a problem out, mm. and it really bleaches stuff on contact. Oh god, yeah, until it's yeah, yeah, sort of ruined a <laughs> duvet cover.
1: <laughs> I did it with. I, I do. I did it without gloves, and so just went to a gig, and I'm on stage, and I could just smell bleach. As mm. I was on talking about whatever I, shit I was talking about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You've got to be careful. You only get one pair of hands, Rich.
1: This is true. This yeah. is very true, Dan. So, Dan, are you from Brighton?
0: Mm-mm-mm. No, we've been here about 20 years. Yeah. But then London before that. And then I'm originally from a little village just north of Cambridge. Okay. Uh, and I just sort of drifted down. Mm. I can't really remember the. I went to college. That was it. I went to Kingston College. Kingston. Ah. Might have been Kingston Polly back then, Rich.
1: It was that long ago. I think it might have been, yeah, if I remember right Yeah, rightly. yeah.
0: Yeah. And I kind of balled it up. And then oh, did
1: you? just was drifting around.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was – I only really went – I realised, when you realise things afterwards, that I only really went there because I knew someone else from my school who was going there, and I thought, oh, I know Dave. That'll <laughs> make it – I'll commit to a seven-year course because I know Dave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> who Dave's I've not seen friend. for 15 years now.
0: It's like, but that's, I think without taking a year off, that's the sort of decision-making process, isn't it? When you're 19 or whatever, you go, oh, I know Dave. I'll go there. Like, yeah. I, this was a different time, a very different time yeah. when you could go to college and get paid to go. And, you know, right. I, I, God knows what you do now. I feel very sorry for people who them just sort of build up these colossal debts that are going to stamp all over them for the rest of their lives.
1: I know. And I you know. Threw
0: it, I threw it all away. <laughs> I had it for nothing and I threw it all away. I feel like I owe a current student. I should finance them through college.
1: Well, I remember, I do remember when I was, at, um, when I was going to, to my secondary school and my mum and dad said, Oh, we're going to send you to this, whatever school it was. It was a really good school. And I kicked up such a fuss because I didn't want to go because none of my friends were going. Mm. And I was like, no, 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 I want to go to this school. And it it was just a shit comprehensive. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't this other one would have put me on a different trajectory, it would have put me sent me somewhere else, but we could all my be doing the going,
0: same show, but you'd be wearing a cravat. <laughs> <laughs> I do wear cravats, you know,
1: I do. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, yeah. I thought it was more bandana. Oh no, you do actually. It's a sort of where was that then? Was that south southeast London? I'd say.
1: Yeah, it was sort of Kent, southeast London. border. It was yeah. like Orpington in Kent, near Bromley, is where I grew mm. up. And yeah. so, yeah, one end, like Josie Josie Long comes from the, the, the better end and okay. I'm from down the other end. But literally just because I chose the school that I went to, otherwise...
0: Yeah, but you're a, you're a very gregarious bloke, aren't you? You wouldn't want to go somewhere you didn't know anybody. That's really True. important at that age, isn't it? It's like, I think it do is. I know people?
1: Yeah, I think it would have been... Yeah. I think it would, yeah, at that age, it would have been a, a tricky one, going somewhere where you don't know anybody. Awfulness, absolutely. Like being in a green room when you're a new comic. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, uh,
0: yes, and it's funny because I think you kind of know that now and you it, often that's that thing where somebody's trying to crack jokes at whatever anybody's saying and you go, no, we're just having a conversation here. Yes. Your new comic, you know, ease up a bit, you know, back up and, <laughs> But yes, it's... <laughs> especially before you've been on and you haven't established that you're perhaps any good or not. That's the worst thing is that people don't know. doesn't necessarily want to know whether they want to be friendly with you in case it's a waste of time.
1: Yes. <laughs> <There's> a- <laughs> I think it is that you do. Yeah. You have a, and then you, you're trying to, cause this, I don't, I think it might be different now, but when, certainly when I started, a lot of the older comics were a bit more standoffish. You kind of had to earn your place standoff and comedy it, yes yeah. <laughs> yes
0: yes <laughs> i suppose it's a sort of is that sort of silly mind games that i suppose a lot of blokes play all the time where if you hold back and you're a bit quiet that's quite high status isn't it and you know all those sort of mm. games going on isn't it and i suppose the the job yeah. itself is is quite a lot like that anyway isn't it really just sort of I've always, slightly.
1: yeah just uh, i've always fancied my Fancied being a bit more aloof, you know, like you see these like cool people yeah, in films, and they it turn. doesn't
0: work for you because you no you you smile too much and you like to talk, and I'm I'm just too neurotic. <laughs> I always think that when I meet somebody I'm, and they let the conversation hang, and I'm always the one who fills, which is yes. a sign of somebody is quite neurotic. Whereas you yeah. know, there's some <laughs> acts I won't name any names, but they would say nothing, and I'd end up just going, "Oh, what are you up to?" and you know, but it's very. It's, it's, yeah, it's very sort of like that. <laughs> I think yeah, I'm You
1: can't really change what you are, you know. No, I think you're right though. It is that that I am eager to to please, and I don't like I I always take, um, I take responsibility if there's, if there's a silence. I'm like, oh, it's mm. my fault. This is oh, shit. Totally. It's my fault. Yeah, and not because the other person might not be giving. They might not be. It might not be being very generous conversationally but I'll take the yes, brain. <laughs>
0: there's, there's, there's another thing as well, isn't there? I can't remember what it's some kind of, I can't remember what the name of the, what's it is, but if you step outside the situation and go, yeah, but even though I know they're sitting there not saying anything, I've assumed, it's my assumption that they're playing it cool and being aloof, but inside their mind, they might be thinking, I've got nothing to say to this guy. What do I do? What do I say? You know, they might oh, be yeah. having much more, it's just the way they're not expressing their neuroses. Or they yeah, might true. be going... Oh God, I'm talking to Dan Evans he's
1: amazing. I did not know. What to I'm so tongue tied. <laughs> Do you know what? I will say this. I will, and I mean this genuinely. I remember, and I spoke about this to someone a couple of weeks ago. I bumped into you in a in a Costa in Brighton a few years ago, and uh, I, you, Street, uh, I you think yeah you were just I think you were in there doing some writing or whatever, and I was doing comedia. And when you and you were like, "Oh, Rich, Rich," and I was like, oh, mate." And you were like, "Yeah, yeah." And we sat down talking. And then you were running. You ran some material past me, and I well, went I didn't to the mean gig. To do that? No, it's brilliant because I went to the gig oh. going, "Fucking hell, Dan Evans just like, ran some material." What was past the joke? Me. What was the joke? And I'll tell you <laughs> the joke. And I'll tell you the oh, joke. Okay. Because now it's become a joke that people seem to think is just in the ether. And whenever I hear someone say it, I'm like, "That's." I always say, that's Dan Evans's joke. Oh, well, I appreciate it. I hope it's good. <laughs> it's good. And people listening to this will go, oh, yeah, that's just become a common phrase now. But I remember you said to me about you're at the age now where you don't fall over, you have a fall.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've stopped doing that, actually. I haven't done that for ages now. I don't know why it stopped I, I think I came up with more miserable. I'm getting
1: old material, and there wasn't room for it. <laughs> but I oh, credit nice. it, I credit you with coming up with that, and now it's become a thing. I've seen I've seen actors say it. I've seen people on things say it. I've seen I've heard people say it in in life, and I'm like, yeah, Dan Evans came up with that. That's a Dan well, Evans I hope joke. That's,
0: yeah. yeah, it's about I think it's about 2008.
1: That one. It would have been. Um, And so I was only I would have only been four years in to comedy when that happened.
0: When you had the hair, didn't you, the Lego hair then? I had the Lego hair, yeah. (laughs) So it's um, very a very smart move because apparently to get anywhere in kind of public life you need a recognizable silhouette. So Mickey Mouse is the extreme example. Yes Lego hair is a good one.
1: Yeah. Well, now I say I look like a coked up Santa. (laughs) (laughs) She's gone the other way. So you mentioned being quite. It's not. You mentioned sort of being uh, neurotic. And do you do you you think would you say that about yourself? Yeah, definitely. And in a way,
0: I mean, in a way, it's almost performing is almost. It's both the worst thing you can do if you're neurotic, but also Mm. inevitable, isn't it? Because you you're seeking approval all the time and everything. But yes, I I think the reason why I tend to do kind of jokes is I just haven't got the confidence to invest a couple of minutes and think that people would still be interested by the end. Do you know what I mean? That's the only reason I I like, obviously I like jokes, but also when I hear a good raconteur or something, I think it's, you know, absolutely great, but I just don't, because I am neurotic. Mm. I couldn't wait to know whether the, approval was going to come or not. I just have no idea how I'm doing unless there's the sort of laugh noise or right. lack of it, you know. I remember doing a storytelling <laughs> night once. The vibe was so different, and I just had no idea how it was going and still mm. don't really. So, <laughs> so, yes, yes, I would say I'm uh, – I've not done all these online tests, but, yes, I'd say I'm at the neurotic end of, of neurotic, Yes. Mm. <laughs>
1: But do you find so? What, how did you become a comedian? Did you, did that become with, with, with growing up like that? This is it like me. I'm. I said this all the time. I'm sort of. I'm fundamentally a shy person. So when I really think about me being a stand up comic, it I can't fathom how I came to be. Not yes, it is odd, it. isn't
0: it? Yeah. I. I mean, I think it was a lucky time for me because. I, I knew a couple of people who started, who did it, started doing it about nine months before I decided to, and I was living in North London, like Zone Two, North London, signing on, which you could do back in the mm. sort of nineties. That wasn't inconceivable, was it? And I no. thought it's awful, but I thought, apart from thinking it'd be quite fun, I thought, do you know, if I could get a couple of these these gigs a week, I can sort of bumble along and live here and see what happens. I don't think it was anything more profound than that. No. Uh, but once you do it half a dozen times, you're kind of hooked, aren't you? And that's, yes, you know. Definitely. And also back then, you would most of the nights back then you'd be on an act. Now it seems like if you're a new act, everyone's a new act on that night. Whereas you probably remember if in those days they had a dedicated five minutes for the new act. They did. So yes. you met better acts and you saw things, you know, how yeah. things could be. And so I think, I think... You just
1: get lured in. Yeah, there's definitely you. You can't help. It, there is that that thing about you. You're on the conveyor belt now, and you suddenly you, you and you don't even realize it. Suddenly, you're just you're you're you know you. Oh, I want to do this again. I need. I'm, I like. I, I enjoyed gigging with those people. I'd like to gig with those people again. How do I do that? So you work on your craft and you and you try and get to those gigs with the with the experienced comedians and you and then suddenly. Mm you know, we're thrust now, I'll be 20 years next year. And now it's changed so much again, where we're now into a new era of having to do podcasts and, and put clips up and do all these other things. But it's, it's all, it's still part of the, being on the, on the, the, uh, on the conveyor belt. It's all still part of it that you just, you go if you really thought about it, you go, fuck, I'm like, oh yeah, shit. I've spent all this time chasing after these things.
0: Well, I'm mm. guessing you probably. But did you ever a conventional job?
1: I did. Yeah, I started late, so I had all manner of jobs. Yeah, but did that you ever you said did... all manner
0: of implies oh, that so you, many. You weren't not committed in you know. <laughs> no. Well, I because I failed. I failed my sort of the second half of my course. I ended up just working in kind of architectural offices and really phoning it in mm. and really not. And I remember when I gave up, I was in some office in Ewell. And the work was drying up for the office and there were five no, three of us colouring in this drawing and I thought this is absurd and I went in and just saw because obviously one of us was gonna get the chop at some point. I couldn't yeah. I couldn't bear the the sort of you know, dangling sword aspect. I just went I went and said, Look, there clearly isn't enough work here. So <laughs> I just I stopped then, yeah. So Yes. So- um but I don't respond well to having to be somewhere at the same time every day and all that sort of thing. No. And after, the other thing that happens, Rich, I'm sure you'll find this, is now, because you get trapped in something for a certain amount of time, there's nothing else I could conceivably do that wouldn't be either related to it or minimum wage. Yeah. You know, if I stop now, I haven't got any skills that are relevant anymore. The best I could hope for, I think, would be working in a, a cinema and maybe stealing a lot of the sweets and things and perhaps <laughs> – you know hiding in the room so I didn't have to do too much work but that's not very ambitious so I think we've come <laughs> out of the loop so much that there's no longer there's no longer we can't re-enter the workforce can we
1: no unless you definitely yeah unless it's a, a, unless it's something sort of a like an adjacent kind of creative thing. yeah like like you like you said inspiring an office
0: or, or something like that yeah, yeah. Or, or something like um motivational speaking or you know, uh, some kind of weird corporate thing where they think that you can improve their communication skills or whatever. Yeah. Yeah,
1: So I don't think I could do anything. I would be, we are, we do become unemployable. And I think, I think as comedians, and I'm not, I'm not saying we're better than anybody else, but I suppose because we analyze everything a bit more. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's this sounds really saying, arrogant, but the
0: subtext of that is <laughs> the subtext of that
1: is I am saying that we're than everyone else. <laughs> no, what I mean is, it's because we analyse everything, so we kind of yeah. Like, I, I there's no way that I could have just some some dude that trying to tell me what to do. Maybe it's an age thing as well. When he was going like, oh, I need you to, I need you to mop that floor, I'll do that, and I'd be like, no. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't know. That's yeah, a terrible no, example. Away. I just think that. Well, the you know, I don't know.
0: No, I think you're right. It's it, and and also, I suppose as, I think we're both as we're both a bit on the neurotic side. It's it's it means you analyse things like interactions rather than just mm. bumping into someone having a conversation. You then might spend a bit of time afterwards going, "Well, they said that. What do they mean by that? Yeah. And did I say? Oh, I can't believe I said that. And I I I, I make loads of stupid. Errors, which I then have to apologize for subsequently. Even last night, I won't mention any names. I went out for right. a drink with a couple of acts, and one of them said she was a bit late. She was just having some pasta. And, you know, and I ended up, I've got some little photos in my phone, and sometimes I do those instead of thumbs up. Yeah. So I've got a little one of a, a, an aeroplane with a, a dog's head on it for some reason that I made up. And there's <laughs> also one of a manatee, which is like a big sea cow mm. thing. And I in, I pressed that thinking, oh, that's oh, better than a thumbs up. But then reading it back, I was oh, kind of going, I'm just going to be late. I'm having some pasta. And then so I arrive and I immediately have to go. I, I didn't mean anything about the manatee, you know. It was just like <laughs> stupid thing to do. What What is a fat animal? So I didn't mean anything by it, but it just. <laughs> no. So I just had to apologize for it, you know.
1: Oh, mate. <laughs> Yes, we've all done it. We've all done things. I've said, I've said things, and suddenly I've gone. Oh no, that's not what I meant. That doesn't. Oh shit! They're not going to. Yeah. They're not going to take it in the mind. Try and
0: dig yourself out of it. It just sounds like. Yeah, even worse. I think I probably do one of those every every third social occasion. I do something that I kind of feel like I have to apologise for afterwards. You know, yeah. not even drunk or anything. I just kind of go. No, that was a stupid thing to say. Sometimes it's really tempting because it's quite an amusing thing to
1: say. <laughs> so you say it despite the fact that it, it
0: clearly isn't
1: a good thing to say. I just, um, <laughs> I just want everyone to know that my intentions are pure. I don't mean yeah. to upset anyone, but sometimes I'll blurt stuff out, and then afterwards I'm like, "Oh shit, that sounds that was a bit that was a mm, that was a bit much." <laughs> yes, that can
0: have, that happens on stage as well, there doesn't it? As well, where we just yeah. yeah. The, the way to get sort of, if you're at a good night and you're flying a bit, then you've taken all the the breaks off, haven't you? Yes. And so that includes the, should I say that editor? So, yeah. you know, I've said some yeah. terrible things that have just popped into my head on stage and and really regretted it afterwards. But, you know, it's out there then, isn't it? But I hate to think that somebody would film it and then take oh, it God. in isolation. I did Go one. Monster.
1: Oh god, I did one the other, last week, week before, and there was a couple <laughs> in the front row, and I said, oh, you two a couple?" and and they sort of went, they went, she went, absolutely not. I went, oh right, okay, so you're just mates. And they went, no, not really. And I went, and then she, he said, "No, I'm the I'm," and she went, "He's my boss." I went, oh, this is a work thing. So yeah, we just out. I went, oh, you're out with the boss. And I went, oh, and I stupidly said something shit and then said, oh, enjoy your promotion. And then, I, and I, and I meant because they're out together, they're building a friendship and a connection. Yeah. Yeah. I meant, yes. yeah, implications. Is well done. And I, and I did say at the time, oh shit, I'm really sorry. That was so misogynistic of me and sexist. It's not what I meant. I'm really sorry. And then I said, <laughs> oh, I'm only joking. I mean, you can make anything sound better. If you go, I'm only joking. <laughs>
0: And yes, it was that's awful the way to do it yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, I remember a thing i said uh, it it was actually based on a story that a friend had told me about his landlord but i was i was speaking to a couple you know that gig in northampton that i, uh, I mm. do sort of except it's it's actually off for the time being because of that in- aerated concrete business but oh, really? anyway that's not yeah but i was i was talking to a couple and they were the bloke was a lot rougher than the woman and I You're was right. speculating as to how they'd come together, and I, I just didn't think what I was saying, and I, and I basically said, my guess is that he was fitting your kitchen when you were married. You had an affair. You got divorced, and your husband got the house. But every time he makes a sandwich, y- he knows you've you've both fucked on the worktop that <laughs> he's making the sandwich on. And I just thought, and I thought, and they took it very well. But you kind of go. If it wasn't a stage context, mm. some of these comments would get you a smack in the mouth, wouldn't they? And right, oh, the show, you?
1: You know? yeah, absolutely. You imagine you've just, <laughs> you just checked with someone in a pub and just said that,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, they just go. yeah. And it, it seems to be, I suppose, we, we're given a bit of license to,
1: to be joke rude, isn't it? Because it's never
0: kind of, it's only always tongue in cheek rude, isn't it? It's yeah. sort of,
1: nah,
0: <laughs> makes a difference, isn't it?
1: There is an element of, yes, a kind of, as I've said things, I I do smirk a bit so people know I'm joking. Or I think there's a twinkle in your eye. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I
0: often also, as well, I think if you've been doing this for a while, most acts are not low status in their performing skills or their, you know, where they are in the pecking order, but they'll have plenty of jokes at their expense.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm yeah.
0: sure you have things where you're ridiculous. So in a way, that, that gives you permission to be a little bit mocking of other people because you're also mocking yourself, aren't you?
1: And yes. Feels- yeah. I think that's how – yeah, but there was that kind of, yeah, that self-deprecation that kind of cushions out all of the shit stuff I say because yeah. I go yeah, – you know, yeah. I'll say, like, well, that's a shit shirt. I've got a shit shirt on as well. I <laughs> just – I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It's you know it, what I like about actually. I always find what's funnier is when I'm telling a story. I'm the butt of the joke. I'm the punchline. It's like yeah. I didn't. I didn't. The guy. There's a f- couple of things I say, and the person came back with the witty retort, and that's the that's always I feel is always funny. I see a few people, and and the, they're talking about something happened, and then they came back with the witty thing the witty comeback there, they them. Won it, yeah yeah and I'm like no I don't you, really sometimes, like, you, know. you
0: sometimes see you sometimes see that with a uh, with acts as well where and you've got to, somebody in the audience responds to a question of theirs and in a very witty way and mm. the best thing to do is rather than going try and stamp on it is to you know apart from that you get half a minute out of acknowledging yeah you, let Embrace them have the it. laugh you know it shows I remember once I was I was opening I think uh Birmingham Jonglers and at the time i had a line which said i that i lost my virginity in whatever town was i was doing the gig in so i said oh i actually lost my virginity in birmingham and this voice just came out of the darkness and went easy in it <laughs> and the whole the, the whole room erupted and i just i just bowed you know and and i didn't i didn't try and beat it because that was oh. it was brilliant he tried a bit later with something and it didn't work but it was just so nice and it was it made it feel more like a it's, I think it's the first thing. The thing I first noticed with Ross Noble is when you suddenly go, "Oh, he's he's not like performing at them. It's a big fun thing, yeah. You know, and he's that, yeah. or something like Russell Hicks, where they happily engaging with the audience who are asking any number of stupid questions, and they're taking it seriously, and it's all fun. It's like a gang, you know, yes. rather than that sort of silly adversarial thing, which I think never really applied or in no. a small way, you know.
1: I always, I'm, especially when I'm MCing, it's always about I'm I'm on the side of the audience, like we are going to have a really good time tonight. These are some of the best yeah. acts you're going to see. We are going to have such a great time. Everyone, and you kind of like got your arm around them all, going, "Yeah, let's do this. Let's have a good time." Yeah. Um, and I prefer that. Yeah. But there's when you when you do it when you win the argument in your stuff is that one is the, the the? I'm not going to do it because I, I won't do it justice but the one about burying yourself in it wearing a suit of armor and that's oh, yeah so yours is just
0: so stupid
1: yeah so yours is a is uh surreal and absurd and I like yeah. that
0: but I have a lot of points in in what I do where I where I I am clearly hugely inadequate in some way <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether that reflects something in my life, but I don't have any jokes where I come out of it well. Actually, thinking about it, they're all. I even I even have a couple of jokes about having really bad hemorrhoids that I occasionally do, and I've never had a hemorrhoid in my life. But it's like, oh really? You know, no, 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 never. <laughs> I guess it's. I mean, I have very good uh, a lot of fruit and veg. I think you. Must. This isn't really what the podcast is
1: about. No, is no, it. no. It's all. It's all. Mental don't ask back. me. To, I know there's a video.
0: Don't. Don't ask me to prove it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
1: and then he got his. Then he got his hoop out. It was bizarre. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh. I. Uh, well. I'm well done. I'm glad because I've. I have had, recently, and uh, I don't wish them upon anybody. They are. No. They're it's, up, I, I hear it's they awful. could be. Yeah. It's like having a toothache. It's that kind of i just want to chop my head off you know when you get a hemorrhoid you just want to scoop your ass out <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i mean if if you don't knock it till you've tried it i suppose you
1: know see <laughs> that works but you do do yoga and things don't you no i don't i don't do have not, a
0: picture on my i thought I, it was you a picture on my website no no i just i was stumbled on google images Someone who looks just like me because the face isn't showing in an impossible yoga knot, and I thought I'm having that. I had I've... to Photoshop a, 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 a tattoo out of it, but I thought that looked so much like me. It did look like I you. Get... If I got in that position now, I, I, I wouldn't be able to get out of it without, <laughs> you know, assistance. It's just amazing. So
1: I can't. I do couldn't that. even <laughs> see where he began and where he'd finished. Like it just. No, no, he was just yeah. <laughs> I thought that was you. Just awful. <laughs> all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
0: No, no, no. I mean, I do do exercise quite a lot for mental stability. And I think that's probably over the years, something that's provided. I think part of the problem with in what we do is the only structure in your day, obviously, you might have a gig to go to, but it's up to you to kind of build a pretend structure in a way to make your life make sense, isn't it? So, So yes. I, if, I, if I have a gig, if I get a chance, I'll go for a swim beforehand because I've got a membership of a place with lots of what's-its. And that gives a bit of focus to it. So I'll set off early. I'll try and do a little bit of work when I get to the gym. Mm. That, that makes me kind of get rid of excess anxiety. It makes me feel more. I even do things like the show, the clothes I'm going to perform in, I generally put them on at the gig just because then it feels like I've seen you do that. Yeah. Doing something. Yeah. Yeah. It's even though they're not great deal different from the ones I wear otherwise, but it's a bit like, I suppose if you're working at home, going out for a walk and then coming back in and going, I'm at work now. Yeah. Little structural things during the day to sort of make it because there's nobody else providing it. You kind of have to build it. Even if it's a bit fake, I think it's, that's quite a good thing to do.
1: Yeah. That's a really great point. And yeah, there's been a few times, because I'm a member of pure gym and they've got loads of those up and down the country. So I'll, yeah. I'll go to the gym and then have a shower and then go to the gig. And I always have a better gig when I've done that because I'm yeah, just a yeah. moment. It also shakes off. Down. You've had
0: some terrible journey. It just shakes all that off and you kind of go, oh no, I'm sort of starting from scratch again, you know, today. It's sort of, yeah. And also it, it makes the gig a tiny bit less because if that's the only thing you're doing that day, It can have a disproportionate effect on your self-esteem, can it? Because you kind of go, "It's all about whether you did well at the gig or not." Whereas,
1: absolutely, if you've
0: also exercised, you can go, "Yeah, I did that as well."
1: You know, it's
0: less less a problem. You know, I went through a stage where I was cycling. I cycled to a few gigs that were about fifty miles away. It was in the summer. This is about three or four years ago.
1: Not on your fold-up bike. You had a fold-up bike. No, God, no, no, I'm not on that. If I don't have to
0: ride that, I won't because it's like isn't as efficient but um and that was good fun as well except during the gig I found my arm with the microphone would be the muscle would be tightening up like this and, I've, <laughs> I, and all my calves would be tightening up and everything it was so that was a bit much but, um, <laughs> but but I think all those things and also you'll I think people develop them even whether they realize them in terms of if you're performing or just normally you kind of uh, as you get older you go I know my coffee limit I know my mm. sugar limit before things go wrong, you know. Yes. I know if I get too pissed, the next day's a write off. So you try and do all these management things, don't you?
1: Absolutely. I think that's sort yeah.
0: Of totally valid, you know.
1: I think that's the. I, it's only been very recently that I've taken on uh, the. I've actually realized the importance <coughs> of being organized. I, it, what we do, you have to be organized. And. I didn't realise that I've spent nearly twenty years doing this in absolute chaos, <laughs> and so I've got now I've got then, somebody that books yeah, things and, and just yeah, I've just not been organised before.
0: But yeah, but that's partly you. But also, you wouldn't be you and doing what you do if you had been super organised, would you? You know, no. So it's part of what you are, is you know. But having said that, yeah, you've got to draw the line somewhere, <laughs> you? and that just means just checking out train times. That's a start, isn't it? I
1: just <laughs> yeah, do you know what? <laughs> Especially, especially now, living on the South Coast, just the amount of times oh God, you go... It's
0: gone to pieces, Rich. It's, it's gone mate, to pieces. I don't know what it's like for wording. Is it the same line as we have? It is, isn't it?
1: It's the Victoria. It, it, yeah, it's yeah Victoria. it curves off at Hove, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it's one of those where literally, when was it? Monday. I was going out into town to, to go and watch this thing. And, I, and Kate had said to me, check the times. And I went, <laughs> I have. I've checked them. And the last train was at mi- just gone midnight back to Vic- back to Worthing from Victoria, and yeah. then I went to leave. I was uh, I was having a drink with some mates, and I was like, uh, I'm just going to double check, and I checked again, and there were no trains. The trains had just they gone. Oh no, those yeah. trains have gone now. And so I had to like kind of zigzag my way back to try and get back. So as much as I love living down here, I don't know where anyone leaves <laughs>
0: or comes. No, it's got worse. It used to be like you know. 10 years ago plus, it seemed to work pretty well, but I had a massive... I was in London earlier this year, and I I took my normal size bike up because I was going somewhere to the end, and I came back and the train decided, said it's stopping at Three Bridges, and that's it. It's a bus oh, service. Now. So I went there, and the guy said, you can't get on the bus with that bike, and I was just arguing with him. I was yeah. drunk. <laughs> and I was shouting at him. And then in the end, I got on the bike, and I started cycling towards Brighton, which is about a 25 miles away i suppose and i got about a mile and i thought what am i doing it's pitch dark i can't see anything i've got no lights i'm gonna get gonna so i just paid 35 quid for a cab which is like oh my god but you know that's the the, that's what you know if you either that or go insane or you know throw the bike away
1: you don't realize I mean, it's all very well cycling but if you don't do it all the time it, it, yeah. it, I did it. I, I I cycled from East London to to, uh, to to Southend one morning when I was working in the during in between the lockdowns. I was working for SOS Clothing, and I was I thought I'm going to cycle there this morning, so I left at I don't know what it was like seven in the morning. I didn't get there till mm. like eleven. <laughs> it took me so
0: long. No, that's still that's a hell of, that's not a bad ride, you know. That's it's pretty horrible. Got, but Worthing. You know, Worthing Brighton—that's a great little easy flat route between the two places. I hope you cycle into
1: Brighton. No, I've just picked out. up my bike actually, so I'm going to start doing that. Yeah, because my okay. gym is still in Brighton. Because I love Brighton, I want to be still connected to North Road. Is it up by the by the?
0: Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, where the LA Fitness used to be, isn't it?
1: Yes, it's there. So that's why I do. But it there used is... to be a swimming,
0: yeah. a small swimming pool underneath the underneath the main bit. Did there? so there
1: yeah oh, i think I so the bit that,
0: you'd see obviously. through the glass from the street
1: yeah Oh, amazing they could do well, that it's that probably I... a
0: good point for me to mention Come i have on. david lloyd membership it's important that the website <laughs> the podcast knows that because it's quite high status <laughs> uh, David i lloyd try is... to get my platinum card well i try to get my platinum card to fall out at gigs
1: but so far it's always looked <laughs> rather clumsy just say sellotape it to your forehead <laughs> and don't mention yes. it <laughs> someone's doing well david lloyd all right
0: <laughs> well no i think it's the thing is it's really is if it if it's good for your brain you know it just it's it, it's expensive it's a silly in a way it's a silly luxury but then again i've got now tv subscription i just remembered and i haven't looked at anything on that for over a year so oh wow there's so many things <laughs> well i think i think I think modern life's a little bit sometimes like with all these sort of little things going out of your account, a bit like when an animal has ticks. Mm. It can support a certain number of ticks sucking blood out of it. But <laughs> there comes a point where you've got so many ticks that you're losing so much blood that you end up just collapsing.
1: That's, That's just true. being the right side of that. I had yeah. to go through my accounts very recently and go, Why why am I still paying for that? I've not even didn't even know what that was. Yeah, yeah. Just money just yeah. vanishing. And it's not like I've got pots of to do it. That. <laughs>
0: No, it's so boring, though, isn't it? That's the, that's the reason why you let it happen is because it's like after about twenty minutes, you just want to kill yourself with the boredom of it, don't you? So yeah, there is all these things just constantly. <laughs> I do you escape? the I suppose you the other the other sort of mental crisis thing around here is the parking permit stuff. I suppose you don't get that in Worthing, do you? But it's um, just gone nuts.
1: No, but we know? had it because we had a permit, but then the you couldn't park anyway. There was either building work going on or there was just nowhere to park and it just became yeah. absurd and it's so expensive. What annoys me about that is that they put these, they put these parking restrictions in to stop people that don't live there parking there. But then yeah. rather than just having your number plate on a list and they go, Oh, you live there so you can park there They you have to buy a permit and they go, this isn't about being able to park outside your house. This is just about yeah. making money. It's literally about making money. Because they don't care if you can park outside your house or not, really.
0: I think it's become in certain towns, I think Brighton included, it's become part of how things are funded. So they mm. they've got themselves in a bind now. They can't back out because stuff relies on it. You know yeah. the expense of it. Yeah,
1: absolutely, so. and it's so expensive.
0: Yes, especially for little self-employed us, isn't it? You know, when you've got yeah. enough, all the everything else is going up as well.
1: Well, we've got a parking, we've got a car park with the flat, but because okay, Kate and nice. I have got, we've got a car each, and <clears throat> we were like, "Well, we don't take." That's ups. your
0: version. That's your version of m- me doing the um, <laughs> platinum David Lloyd card, isn't it? Making sure that we know that you're a two car household. <laughs> That's very, that was very smoothly done. I can't compete with
1: that. Yeah, well, my car was only $1,000. <laughs> it was a grand off Facebook Marketplace. Oh. It's not. <laughs> yeah. And he uh, said, "People, I turn up at gigs, or I've picked people up to take them to gigs." And they'll go. Oh, it's a convertible. I go. Yeah, but it leaks. <laughs> it leaks like a <laughs> like a tea strainer. And that's that what you don't understand. Fantastic. Although it is nice in the summer when uh, Gareth uh, Gareth Much oh, and yeah. I did a gig in. We were in Sheffield, and we drove to the gig. And uh, I had a Hawaiian shirt on and a cap, and he had a, he. And we looked like fear and loathing. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, lovely. Or well, Selma so worth and Louise. I was yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's worth it for that. It was worth it just for that. Yeah, yeah. But exercise, oh, exercise, and I've said this loads, even if it's just going for a walk is so important and you you don't realise the benefits of just getting out for a minute.
0: Just yeah, I walking. think the morning sun as well, if you do it morning oh, yeah, sun wise, that really helps. I think the problem with it is people don't, because it doesn't feel like there's a direct result, like you're not doing anything, are you? No. You're not actively you're doing it just for what it is that people it's the first thing to go isn't it it's a bit like that with schools where when i'm sure when you went to school we used to have a lot of compulsory physical Mm. stuff that you know i could have done without but if you nudge a lot of that's been nudged out for it things and people haven't really seen the importance of it it just levels your brain yeah gets you through the day doesn't it and you just takes out all the peaks not the peaks the kind of you know the nastier sort of extreme bits you just kind of feel much more relaxed and you know yeah Peace it's of just, mind and
1: just, it's that you realize that that knot that you've got after you've just been for a walk or you've just, yeah, just go for a walk for a minute, for 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, when you come back, you're just like, oh yeah, that's, oh, that feels like it's a bit smaller. That's yeah. very nice. Yeah. I can I can focus a bit more on things yeah, now. Yeah. And it's such an easy thing. It's such an easy thing to do. And I've, I've been one of those people that have, that haven't done it. It's only been recently. Yeah, I yeah, started yeah. doing you've it. You've seen you a know? difference, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: Yeah, I, and what I like to—it's yeah. a, a summer thing, but I like nothing more than like maybe even four or five hours on a bike. And Ooh. the first hour is me having arguments with people who aren't there, or <laughs> settling old scores, <laughs> you know, verbally, or you know. So that's the first hour. Take care of, but then I'm, the next hour I might be singing, and then right. generally, eventually, by the time we done four or five hours, I am extremely level you know and it feels very sort of and it's you know i wouldn't be without it really totally transforms a day oh god yeah
1: that Uh, it's funny about that argument thing when yeah i've done that and i've and i've realized i'm really i've really annoyed myself and this person doesn't even know i'm thinking about them
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's it's totally wasted effort because they (laughs) and they probably didn't mean whatever they did anyway you know it's sort of it's funny because there's a I think it maybe it's a male thing of our age, but there was a, a show that a really good show, but it was recommended on Facebook quite a bit. Mister In Between, have you seen it? it's about an Aussie? Oh, it's brilliant! Hitman, yes, it's great. But I think one of the reasons why it really appeals to people, men over forty is because it's basically about somebody who doesn't take any shit and just mm. kills people he disagrees with, isn't it? So it's almost <laughs> like we're vicariously thinking, "Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, I do that. Yeah."
1: Yeah, you know, just beat the shit out of someone so, who, uh, who, yeah, just annoys me. Yeah,
0: you, you kind of, yeah, you you sort of think, yeah, it's, it's doing it on your behalf, isn't it? But there's loads of times where you have that feeling, which isn't a bad thing, is it? It's just you've got to know how to vent it without it. If you, yeah, as you say, the other person doesn't really know what's going on and probably didn't mean that. So no. So it's just a question of stopping, making sure you don't internalise it and just, you know, Increase the size of some tumor or something that's sort of <laughs> already going on.
1: Going, you know. Yeah, I think mean, that I get so bogged down with stuff that doesn't matter. Just, just that. But yeah. I, mean, I think that if I'm in a if I'm in a good mood, not so much. Then I'm kind of. I mean, it's easy to let things go when I'm in a good mood, which I guess, yeah. comes back to go for your walk, put an album on that you want to listen to, yeah, ride yeah. your bike. Have a yeah. sandwich, whatever. Just do something that's, yeah, yeah. you know, treat yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, but Liam Gallagher said that oh. Liam Gallagher in an interview years ago, and because he, he used to run every morning, and he said he has to go for a run at five a.m. Otherwise, his brain is just spaghetti, and he just has to run. And he go, and in, in his head, he's going, yeah, that fucker's going to get it. And then, yeah, you know, that fuck, I'm going to get on that. I'm going to say that. And then by the time he got back, he was chilled and like, didn't want to shout at anybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's great. I, I suppose also as you, get, as you get older, you know what you need and what works for you, don't you? And mm. and so there's no point fighting that. Uh, I hope Dave Thompson doesn't mind me quoting a joke of his, um, which I think is great, but it sort yeah. of sums up a little bit. I'm sure he won't mind if he doesn't cut it out, but he, <laughs> he used to have a line where he'd, he'd say to a woman in the front row, Obviously, this is 10 years ago, so mm. like, he'd say, you're looking very attractive this evening, madam. Either that or I forgot to masturbate this morning. Oh, my God. And it's sort of... <laughs> but there's a certain truth to it, isn't there? There's a certain truth to it, which is your mental state changes. You could do physical things to change
1: your mental state. And that's yes. the sort of truth of that joke. So outrageous yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, it's funny. I, I had a bit of a. I This is so... This is a bit personal. Talking about that, I was having a bit of a, not a, yeah, a bit of a panic attack last night. I was just panicking about things like we're about to have a baby, and I was a bit worried. How far off are you? Literally a day. It's about to. No. Come. Yeah. Oh my god. So, and then I was panicking about my age, and I was just panicking about this, and that, and the other and money and whatever else. And I just was like, I just need, I just need to calm down. So I did, yeah, I went in the bathroom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yes, I mean, it's sort yeah. of... Yes, be kind to yourself. Well, I didn't know more. it was that imminent, Rich. Yes. I didn't know it was that imminent. Yeah, so, ready to
1: go, ready to go. So, so yeah. any
0: day now, you could be on a on a ferry with a passport, <laughs> tying your hair, <laughs> starting a new life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this could be the last edition of this podcast this is sayonara
1: that's great though that's sort of um yeah that, that's going to
0: be quite something isn't
1: it it's I mean, i'm genuinely excited about it it's going to be fine it's going to be great i just had a moment last night yeah, it's yeah. funny do you know what and it did help i was very chilled but so last week i was walking to a gig with my friend and um and I said, I don't know why, but I do, I feel, I feel anxious about this. And um I, I didn't really know why. And he said to me, because I goes, have a banana, buy a banana. So I bought a banana <laughs> and when I peeled it, it, it fell out. <laughs> I lost my banana.
0: <laughs> well, onto the pavement.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's a real sort of omen, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then my friend pointed out, he said, well, he goes, yeah, because he goes, you, pe- you peel it like a psychopath. He goes, you absolutely peeled the whole thing down. And then... And was what's he saying? You should just do the top little bit? Just do a bit. <laughs> I don't know how he You banana. have to be careful.
0: As a as a, as a heterosexual bloke. you have to be careful that you don't make it look too sort of tender <laughs> and like you really know what you're doing with something of <laughs> that shape.
1: <laughs> I, do you know what? I don't mind. If someone needs no, me to... No, I don't. I don't <laughs> need no, if they don't. Yeah, but... If someone needs me to peel their banana, <laughs> <I'm> fine. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: okay. the way the business is going, that might be one of the things you do. You do the gig and then you hang around afterwards and you take in some... sew some buttons on and do a few sexual favours for people. And yeah, it's It's yeah.
1: a, a whole package, isn't it? You know? <laughs> peel a few <you> fellas' bananas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, give me a give
0: me a light at 18
1: yeah it's, uh, <laughs> i've got two yeah. minutes to peel of an oh god yeah. <laughs> oh. so how have you found things after the lockdowns we're a couple of years away from those now um how have you found it are you yeah.
0: I, I was a bit kind? i'll tell you what i was a bit mm. I, i'm sort of back to a, a slightly reduced normality i suppose but i was sort of i was annoyed with myself you know, when you think you're in... Well, there's no real such thing as free will, I don't think, because I never used social media before lockdown started. Mm. And I, about to day two, I just drifted on Facebook, and then suddenly I'd be spending several hours a day just arguing with people I'd never actually met about really? things that we weren't going to change. Yeah, absolutely. And there are other people, like people like the the excellent Mark Simmons, and he just used it to continually just put out little bits of quality. Yeah on just transmit and build up a following so he's like now touring whereas i didn't do any of that i just used it to argue with strangers and (laughs) and, you know it's it it took me probably a year of arguing with strangers before i don't do that anymore but it's just like uh, i was surprised at how little control i had over it you know yeah how unconstructed it was so so in a way I enjoyed the first one. It sounds bad, the first lockdown, partly mm. because the roads were so empty. No, I loved it. But then it, I did feel quite infantilised by it later on because it felt like when people would say it, there'd be rumours that it was coming to an end in a fortnight, I'd be thinking, I can't possibly be ready to do anything in a fortnight, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah, I don't know. I think it's sort of, yeah, I don't I don't know quite. It seems to almost like it never happened now, doesn't it? It's a very strange
1: it's a subsequent, v- I don't know. Yeah,
0: I'd like to think I'd do something more constructive with it again. But uh, I guess we'll probably. The good thing is we're going to have other global pandemics,
1: so we'll get to have another go at it, won't we? And be a bit more productive. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll be ready. We've got all, we've got all the equipment now, so now we're more ready. Yes, no absolutely we're more yeah, prepared. Yeah, <laughs> I find I find social media. I've got a really weird uh, relationship with social media. I know we need it. But, and I know people keep saying, yeah. oh, put stuff out. You've got to put stuff out. Keep pushing, putting stuff out. But I'm just in that mindset of, but if we're all just putting stuff out, who's watching it? So obviously someone yeah, yeah. is, but. No, totally.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I, I've deleted Twitter or X or whatever now because mm. I didn't really use it, but I, about once a week I'd drift onto it and I'd end up just clicking and going like, and spending two hours on it. And I'd be sort of, definitely angrier than when i went on yes and i'd see all these people who weren't really just bickering at each other yeah but it nonetheless is hypnotic and it's hard to avoid doing it but i couldn't see that i was getting anything out of it at all i think with facebook i'd sort of found my place on it and i had certain people that i you know rib and likewise the other way and stuff Mm. but with twitter it just seems to be a very angry place you know and, and i don't you end up disliking people you like in real life or thinking that you know so i just it's not free will that makes people use it I think as much as compulsion. So yes. Definitely. Maybe I'm just an yeah. old guy and I don't realize but it
1: seems uh doesn't seem to work for me. I feel I deleted the app. I've still got it and I, I click into it. You have to I have to click into it through my browser now. So I have a brief look yeah. and I'll post something and then I'll come out of it. Which is not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to engage and the thing you're doing is what is what social media wants. Like it wants that engagement. Yes, wants you shouting at each you, other, yeah. and and it, it, it and I, de- I definitely feel better not looking at it so much. Especially X or Twitter, whatever it's called. Yeah. Coming now, I I found myself on there the other day. I was on there five minutes, and there was that actor Reese Dinsdale, was in an argument with a woman who'd been horrifically racist. She was, and I looked at her comments, and I'm like, oh, I don't need to see this. This is awful. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. not him. He dealt with it brilliantly, but she was horrific. Yeah. So, yeah. I suppose
0: before before social media, the world was full of people we don't like. You know, probably mm. I don't like most people in the world. But yeah. when, without social media, it's just like, yeah, all right, there's loads of people I don't like, but it doesn't matter because I'm not going to – we're never going to interact, are we? No. And now it's like a couple of clicks and you can be just finding – and it feeds you enraging things doesn't it because that's the thing yeah. that keeps you hooked but it's funny yeah. like on the train and maybe from worthing as well i i I'm, i think i'm of an age where i if i've got nothing to do i'd always rather just sit there like that <laughs> looking out the window like you know that that's that viaduct isn't there just before you get to Haywards Heath. yes and that's like i always look at that and i always look at one of the houses on the in the yes. valley to see whether it's for sale or not i love that and, house um,
1: i love it yeah, yeah. on the yeah and it's tucked away on its own
0: yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that. I did see, I saw a sign once and I thought it's for sale. When I, when I had a chance to look at it properly, it was a vote Brexit sign. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, but, yeah, I always, but the idea that i the idea that I'd be just staring at my phone during that journey seems like, I don't know, I just can't get my head around it. So I, in a way it should free up loads
1: of time that, but I don't think if it's not good for you and you know, it isn't, you have to mm. kind of back away, don't you? And, especially when I'm on a train and I'm especially if I'm, a, if I'm on a train and I've not been that way before I did the, there's a gig up right the way up in uh, up towards Lake Windermere. I can't remember. It's where the Lauren Hardy museum is. Kendall. Kendall's, Kendall. Yes. Yeah, Olverston. It's Olverston. Right, yeah. Run, yeah. By, run by brilliant Dave. And it's a brilliant gig. And the journey, the journey to Alverston, on the train yeah. When you get up that end, it's beautiful. You're going along the lakes, and it's. And it was, I remember doing it, I was coming back, so it was early in the morning. So the sun hadn't been up very long, and it was beautiful. And I'm like, I'm so glad I looked at that and didn't just look at some bullshit on Twitter.
0: I like the idea that you might have been. Ignoring the window, but looking at Google images of the Lake District as the train <laughs> went through the Lake District, <laughs> so yeah. lost to it.
1: <laughs> well, I'd love to go there one day. As <laughs> yeah. by the window. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but, it's, but it's beautiful up there. Wind round Lake Windermere is incredible, and stunning yeah. countries up there. And so being up there and, and actually taking the time, funnily enough, that, that when I when I go into London on the train, I always sit so I can go, when we go over the viaduct, I see that house. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, yeah. It's weird that we both do that. Just, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I found the road once uh,
0: that meanders past it, but yes, it's a lovely little setup, isn't it? Yeah. I always think as well, there's a bit more negative perhaps that, because there's often party conferences there. If you wanted to take out, a leader the first go is one of the legs of the viaduct isn't it when (laughs) when you because they come down on a train as a rule if you Mm. knew which one it was you take out one of those legs that's the end of that and um (laughs) failing that failing that get an apartment in in that very tall tower block in the middle of brighton for a sniper point
1: yes and uh (laughs) just take them out (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, but the viaduct is the thing that would if you took that viaduct out, you'd get the train, and that'd be it. That'd be it. That'd be yeah, it. You'd be able to watch it from your house. Build a new, a new UK.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, it's a wonderful way to finish. Um, speaking yeah. of social media, uh, are you on? Is there anywhere we people can find you, Dan? Yeah,
0: I'm on. Do you know what the best thing to do is? Just if you go to danevans.info as a website. I've just my books. I've got my little crime fiction book selling website, which is that. And it's got links to Instagram and Facebook. I've started putting things on Instagram more out of obligation, but I'm going to do two little things a day of something or other. But yeah, that's, there's more about me there, but also you can, I've got a couple of little daft crime fiction books that I sell after gigs and um, you could buy them and, if you re- start reading them and don't break the spine of the book, and conclude you don't like them after a couple of pages, then you can give them to someone as a gift, can't you? This Christmas, someone yes. you don't really like. <laughs> so that's my tip: <laughs> start reading it without start reading books without breaking the spine, because then you can pass them on as a gift.
1: That's a great idea. That's a great, well, my dad taught me that early on when 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 reading the book. So now I read books like I'm like I'm sneakily reading them because <laughs> I don't want to. He just <laughs> drummed it into me not to break the spine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you will be with us oh, in sweet. yeah, you're going to be with us in Tunbridge Wells on the oh on yeah yeah the 17th December the seventeenth. It? Yeah. Uh, that's it's I'm a lovely gig. To that. It's a really nice gig. Yeah, and that's it's,
0: actually a, it's a lot more local than you think, isn't it? Tunbridge yeah. Wells yeah, to Brighton, yeah. Just a up the doodah and you're
1: there. Yeah, easy, yeah. sweet. And it's a lovely gig. down you're going to have a great time. Uh, tickets are flying out, so if you're listening to this, you want to come and see us. Better get your, get your skates on because the tickets are almost sold. So get on that. That'd be great. Dan, this has been lovely. Thank you so much, mate. Yeah, Rich. Well, absolutely, and
0: congratulations with the uh, the imminent.
1: You know, thank you, thank you. I might call uh, him that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah.
0: will <laughs> <laughs> tell you what. I'll just say this one thing. You know, the Onion spoof newspaper. Yes. Uh, yeah, they used to have they used to sell merchandise, and one of the things they sold was a T-shirt for a baby, and it just said on the front, "I ruined a perfectly good band." <laughs>
1: Just, I love that. that was so <laughs> sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, Dan, thank you for that, mate. And thank you for listening to us. This has been Insane in the Membrane. I've been Rich Wilson. This has been Dan Evans. And we'll see you next time. Oh. Insane in the Membrane. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.